Hello, and welcome to number three of four conversations with Anthony Dina. We're going to be talking today about who would use Blade System. Anthony has been with HP for nine years, specifically working on the development of Blade System for the last four, for Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. Today, we are going to discuss attitude. We want to talk about who these people are who are adopting Blade System. Why are they adopting? What's in it for them? You would normally expect that they might have a gearhead mentality. They want to get into the mechanics of new technologies very quickly and are risk takers and are about that. Or there might even be this perception that they just have to be rich, right? That their companies are extremely well off and they can afford this expensive, fancy new technologies because clearly new technology is always much more expensive at first. Obviously. Is that true? It's not actually true. Instead of necessarily having deep pockets, many of these customers are driven about cost reduction. It's a very interesting dilemma, but it does does mean they are seeing something different. They have a big picture view and they notice the trend. They notice what they're spending and they want to make a difference about it because they have to essentially affect the bottom line. Would I be able to recognize that person? No, I don't think so. I think it is all of us. Now, clearly everyone doesn't adopt at the same time. I mean, there are folks that prefer to use technology to their advantage. If you look at some industries, you'll see that there's a strong correlation between the IT spend and the business. Are you essentially saying, Anthony, that those who haven't adopted are just simply showing a bit of a yellow belly? There's a bit of cowardice there. I wouldn't say that. I'd call them more time-starved. They are struggling to spend time evaluating the new technology. What's curious about this and where they're going to find the benefit is more about the time-saving attributes. Now, the IT may be a strategic advantage advantage in their environment, but they may not want to recognize it. It's there really to serve the business, but it can be a way to do things better. And as far as they're concerned, there may be new projects that are left untouched because they don't have the time to spend towards them. What the Blade System architecture is intended to do is to return that to them. But I don't want to sell the Blade System architecture. I want to tell about how the people think about it. Really, one of the things that's going to be fundamental across all of them, the attitude is that there can't be any compromises, compromises around the performance of the technology. And we can't radically change the way they operate. They're out to solve a problem they have. They're trying to fit, basically, you know, a 10-pound problem in a 5-pound box. And in many ways, they get this and they find out there are new things about it, new things that they can do with it, and in fact, reduce the overall headaches associated with the general maintenance, the day-to-day -day stuff. So I'm an IT manager. What three qualities would you say in my attitude lead me to Blade System in terms of characteristics? So, okay, say I'm time-starved. What else is there in terms of me as a person that leads me to adopt Blade System in terms of my attitude? There's an attitude around technology trends. We see that a large part of the blade system adoption is not for those specific benefits they see from the environmental, the power, cable, and power savings, but also from the idea that they never want to be left behind. They want to stay on top of where the technology is and where it's going. And this, in many ways, draws another sense of adoption. Can Blatus actually deliver that kudos? Because that's essentially what you're saying, that there's, there's an aspect of, of kudos in terms of having the latest, greatest kit. Can you deliver? Absolutely. So from a vendor perspective, our responsibility is to make sure that we're not putting anyone behind. We're not reducing the feature sets. We're not limiting the performance, all in the namesake of ripping hard drives out of servers. It doesn't matter. The HP Blade system has to be measured against any one of those trends, anywhere from the leading adopters that want to go diskless, that want to be able to rip and replace at a moment's notice, as well as the ones that want a more comfortable and familiar environment that operates and behaves just like any other ProLiant. I'm interested. I want to go back to this point about kudos. Anthony, do you, do you not think that there's a slight element there of shallowness in terms of simply wanting the latest, greatest kit? 
we think the Blade system architecture is built around that sense of creativity, around thinking differently. So we're talking a lot about customer attitudes, but I also think that there's a vendor attitude too that should come out. What would that be? Sorry, Anthony. Well, I was just going to say the HP attitude is that we should be able to blade anything the way pizza box-like servers were being racked and stacked. And we've grown and matured that as our customers have told us what's more important for them. So we think that reducing cables, making it smaller, and making it more energy efficient is the bare minimum. But we must go much beyond that. A large part of what happens is in being able to operate and maintain these things. And we're always on the hunt for how we'll be able to improve that. How could you actually improve that in terms of lab work, in terms of experimentation and so on? I mean, surely that is something that's ongoing. What it really takes is talking with customers every day. It's about seeing how they behave and operate with those systems. Absolutely. And there's something very kind of almost pernickety in terms of attention to detail there. Would you say that that was an aspect of these people's characters? Well, I think in those cases, you have to be completely responsible for the details, but you can't spend all your time there. And that's why the architecture, the way we design them, has to be able to surface that up at a moment's notice to give you the exact instrumentation on the rotational speed or the percentage of energy used for a fan, but not to give you that in your face all the time. It's a big picture attitude, but also an attention for detail that makes the Blade system adoption users just a little bit different. Is it not also true that people who haven't adopted are waiting to see whether or not those who have have failed or are going to fail? Yeah, you're exactly right. This is a technology adoption curve, and there's a chasm, as well described in many different books. And will they fail? No. We're now in what we think is probably the second wave of blades, moving now into the third wave of blades. The first wave being the simple, obvious answers for where blade system architectures can take place. Large configurations of Citrix, web servers, anytime you have simple tasks being replicated multiple times. These are places where blade systems, because of its environmental conditions of cable savings, space savings, and energy efficiency, all make make the perfect sense. But we're seeing now more use in enterprise applications, things that people actually use their IT to make their money. I'm thinking very in particular about a railroad, a railroad that needs to understand exactly where the trains are and how long it will take before that arrives at the station. That information is oftentimes passed to the station itself. That information has to run on a computer. Or I'm thinking about a chip manufacturer that has a series of processes that evaluates the criteria. The way they process that is they put each of the applications, each of the criteria on every individual server. They're using these systems in more and more important roles, things that affect their livelihood. But what makes them different makes them trust the HP brand is in the ProLiant qualities that come with it. They know and love the attributes of reliability, the performance attributes, and the ease of management. And all of these things become surfaced and in an even greater capacity with the Blade system, particularly around the management side. When we think about adoption scenarios, sometimes it begins with a simple thing such as, I want to roll out a Citrix project, or I need to do some consolidation with VMware. And then as you get into it, you say, you know, that was successful. Let me apply this to something else. Where else can I go? In some places, they just make a hard choice that this is the new technology of the future and all systems, unless it's a hard physical requirement for me to adopt a rack optimized server or a tower based server, I will deploy blades and nothing else. Okay, that's great. Thanks very much for your time, Anthony. Thank you. And uh, we'll chat again soon.